Welcome, everybody, to another great episode of Urban Paranormal Podcast, where you might be crazy to some, but, but, but your, your family, family to us. us. Hey. Hey. I am your host, J.H., and I'm your moderator, Trent A. Johnson. Co-host, Daily Dose of Brandy. Anchorman, David R. Amazon, Jamencia. Wow. So oh, yeah. we're missing our repeat offender, Janet. Yes, oh, we no. are. Yes. We miss you. Yes. So, and you guys at home, remember, you know, um, be one of the top, you know, listeners, top, you know. Um, donators. What, donators. Um, one of the top commenters. And Miss um, Janet actually has a beautiful shirt with our show on it that she'll be giving away to someone really soon. Oh, yeah. All right. Yes. So um, this particular piece is very touching, and it broke my heart when I found out about it when Trent enlightened me about this story. Yeah. yeah. So I'll let you go Yeah, man, this shit is definitely heartbreaking. I damn near shed a tear doing my research, bro. Yeah. yeah. You know I kept yeah. looking at my daughter. I yeah. kept looking at my daughter while she was sleeping. It's yeah, for for y'all out there in podcast land, we're talking about a 25-acre stretch of land between Houston and Galveston in League City, Texas, where over 30 young females have been found killed, various states of decay, most sexually assaulted, and... I think th these killings started in the early 70s. Yeah, I think it was 1971. Yeah, yeah 1971. And only one of these killings has been solved. Yeah. yeah I mean, over heartbreaking. 30, over 30, 30 bodies, you know. Um, and now I, I know you said that there was multiple, but I only remember one that was actually of the age of 23. Uh, yeah. You know, but most of them were well. They were like kids, like teens. I think the youngest was twelve. God damn. Yeah. And most mm -hmm. were like fourteen, fifteen. Right. Mm -hmm. And and for you guys at home who don't who do not who do not know us, we particularly we live really close to this area. It's actually fourteen minutes away from our office. Mm -hmm. There you go. Yeah. Now, so for you to understand this, understand the idea and the concept of the neighbors living next door to a mass serial killer. And the guy is always waving at you. You just didn't know he was a serial killer. Well, we live in Houston. And it, and this particular place is right here. We can go to that place in no time. And we we didn't know any of this. Yeah. Like, we didn't yeah. know this was happening. Yeah. Wow. So so among the first uh, bodies found there was 14-year-old uh, Brenda Jones. Yep. Oh, mm -hmm. man. And I think the last one was the Colleen, Colleen Wilson. I think, and they were found in 1971. But were they sexually assaulted as well? They both were sexually oh, assaulted. If I'm not mistaken, um, in their story, they were actually together. They were friends. Uh, not, no, I don't think those no, two. Not, not no. them two. Was it not those two? No, but there were, but there were two multiple. Yeah, were there were friends. multiple double were, uh, friends and stuff. Friends yeah. when mm -hmm. women were seen together. Yeah. and disappeared. Yeah, so. Do you think one person? No. Could well, we are talking about like fifteen-year-olds. Yeah. See, I, that's 15. what I was saying. Trent, it just okay on that particular strip, right? The idea and concept in my mind that they had to be truckers or a trucker. Yeah. But right. I don't think it could be one because you you presented something to me that just blew me away. Yeah. The fact that you said, Jay, what about a cult? Yeah. You know. That's something to think about because they can't catch them. Either, like you said, a trucker or somebody who knows the area real well. Probably somebody who knows the area pretty well. There, yeah, was, that's there was one instance, and the cops couldn't even be able to find enough evidence on this guy. I forgot who was his name. But he, it happened to be uh, the culprit who was accused, but he wasn't found guilty of it. Yeah, He was an engineer, mm -hmm. but he knew how to calculate yeah. everything, yeah. every environment possible. But the thing is, is that this guy was so confident that he believed he was innocent, so there was no way to prove him on a lie detector test. Wow. Well, Isn't oh. that the same gentleman that after years of mm -hmm. people, you know, accusing him of those murders, yes. he uh, basically 
killed himself, he pulled a golf cart in front of a train. Oh, exactly. Wow. You yeah. got it, yeah. Brandy. Well, here, let me ask you this here, though. Remember, the span of the killings were from basically the 70s, early 70s, yeah. to 2000. Yeah. So it can't possibly be the same person. It can't. No. Hey, man. Who knows? It, same people, same person, same group. Who knows? But but that means the killing started right before I was born and, and went on and steady. But, but why this stretch of land? Why? Uh, well, I think it's because no one gives a shit. I mean, it's so long. Texas is a long place from one area to the next. Yeah. And no one would, they would go undetected. Well, yeah. this, this land, this area, it's over kind of almost in between like the plants and the highway. Mm-hmm. And... Once you're out in this area, you're so secluded. There yeah. is nothing around. And even if you were to scream or run, yeah. you're so far out from any civilization, not even from the road, yeah. can you see across the field completely. I, I think it actually used to be an oil field. It yeah, did. It was, yeah. Yeah. It was, so, it was an old But let me ask you this here, though, Trent. Here go the thing. Why, what, with these bodies coming up, when are the police actually finding or investigating because years later years mm-hmm. later they're finding skeletons there yes mm-hmm. for the most part because i would think that the cops would know hey this person is missing let's monitor this area but you, what this place is 50 miles wide yeah. yeah it's a 50 mile wide stretch stretch of land wow. and and i mean this is heavily investigated and, and they're still investigating these mm-hmm. cases to this day and it's not just the local police department anymore. Yeah. They've teamed up with the FBI. Yeah. There's a FBI oh, wow. unit here in Houston yeah. that yes. team that's working with the the Texas City Police Department and League, League City, City. Houston. to this day. To this, to this day. day, they're wow. still working. And because yeah. from the 70s to now, DNA testing and things have gotten so much better, yeah. they're constantly rerunning things and finding out more information. And I think that Trent had said only one case had been solved. I think. Yeah. Where what I seen there was more than than one that had actually been solved well, because of DNA testing. Well, no, it wasn't actually right. solved. They actually got a break in the case in 2019. Okay, they were able because, like you said, that uh, <clears throat> DNA science uh-huh. advanced. Yes, mm-hmm. and so they were able to identify these two bodies that they've been that that's been Jane Doe's for and all this time. It was Jane Doe and Janet Doe. Yeah, and their, their wow. actually real names were Audrey Cook. Mm-hmm. And Donna Prudhomme. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So Audrey Cook, uh, she disappeared disappeared from Channel View in 1985. Damn. And Donna Prudhomme disappeared. She was actually well, she she disappeared from Seabrook, mm-hmm. and they found her body in 1991. Yeah. Yeah. And so the, those are the two that they they were able to identify through DNA in 2019. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but so. but what about because I forgive me you know I watch a lot of crime TV. Uh-huh. You said that the DNA had advanced and these people, these girls, these children or whatnot, were sexually molested or uh-huh. assaulted. Did they find any of the um, semen? Well, samples? I imagine that would probably decay after you think that so much time. Well, one thing I okay. I heard when I was. You know, looking into this, I was watching a lot of videos and mm-hmm. investigators talk about this whole situation. The biggest problem with this field in this area, this part of Texas, is we have, you know, the humidity and it's yeah. right there close. Yeah. I mean, just miles from the ocean. So you have all the humidity and stuff like that. So the bodies are decaying stuff fast. Decay extremely faster. quickly. Yeah. So just even in a matter of days in a Texas heat with the yeah. humidity and the wildlife and, and right. the wildlife and the flooding in the water that which yes and it, it's a marsh yeah. area yes. so okay. that makes it even more difficult well you know i was going to ask a question but then i had the answer and it's pretty sad because you you notice the the ages of the of these ladies oh, mm-hmm. man, yeah. now the ages means this <clears throat> they don't because all of these little girls or supposedly these little girls had issues you know they would um leave home they would yell you know just being defiant little kids i don't know about all of them. well i'm not i'm not gonna say all. i'm just saying some yeah. and the cops or people would would 
write them up as a runaway because mm-hmm. teens are written up as runaways versus an amber alert. You see what I'm saying? So yeah. if you're written up as a runaway, then they don't they don't go looking for you. Well, amber alert is a new thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah sure yeah. is. Right. Yeah. So I would say, so I would think that because you know if a child is missing now, we go right on it. Yeah. But if 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 you write her up as a runaway, then it takes a couple of weeks before yeah. they even go looking. And then if somebody is of age, you know, that was a different time. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. uh, the world wasn't as connected as it is now. Mm-hmm. You, at, right now, if you want to call somebody, get somebody, you call directly to them, wherever right. they are in the world. Right. You can find them. In those days, if they didn't answer that home phone, you just had to wait till you see them. Ah, uh, so that means that you the, know what I'm the, saying? The, between those two lines, there's two different communities, which means two different police officers, which means one police officer would have to share information with the other police officer, but they weren't so willing to do they so didn't. because they... Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and either if that uh, 17 or 16, 18-year-old girl doesn't come home, you can't call a cell phone. You just got to wait till you see her again. Mm-hmm. Right. So you know to add saying? to that, yes. So they the police departments didn't communicate very well back then. Yeah. There was mm-hmm. one of the girls, I do believe she was um, a young girl, maybe 13 or 14 from Texas City, I do believe, is where she went missing. Mm-hmm. They actually found her body the day after she went missing, but it was over yeah. by Louisiana, by the state line. And the mother called and reported her missing, but they were like, oh, she probably just ran away to Texas City Police Department. She reported her missing. And they were like, oh, she probably just ran away. So they put her down as a runaway. Now, the police department over by the border had found her the day after she had disappeared. But because no one was communicating, they didn't know that she was missing for two weeks before they yeah. found out. They had her as a Jane Doe. Oh, yes. oh, man. So, See, that's what I was afraid of. Okay. So her poor mother for two weeks had to sit and wonder where the heck is my kid and no one was willing to help her because they were like oh she's just a runner and that just shows that the guy knew that the whoever did this perpetrate this crime understood the lack of communication between the two between the two counties and knew where to drop the bodies well technically what's crazy about this this guy is he actually lived in louisiana he was here for what i don't remember what the reason was and he actually got in trouble in Louisiana and in Louis- in the state of Louisiana, whenever you get in trouble, even if if you get arrested for any reason, they always take DNA. Yeah, absolutely. It's a it's mm-hmm. like a state regulation there. It's okay. not here. Yeah. But because of that state regulation, they were able to pin him back to her murder because they had found his DNA wow. on her body, wow. and that's how they were able to close her case. It took several wow. years. I think it was like a, a year later before they were able to pin him. Wow. What year this was? I don't recall the year. Jane Doe. Well, Trent, can you go through the... I know you have the victims. I hate to yeah. put you through that. Okay, so I want to go back to what Brandy was saying, the doubles, you know, the, the double women or friends or whatever. Yeah. So uh, this might be what you were talking about. <clears throat> In 1972, mm-hmm. Rhonda Johnson and Sharon Shaw Yes. Yeah, that's were it. last seen strolling along the Galveston seawall. Yes. And their their remains were found in a marshy section of the killing fields. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But the shawl was missing the head. They found her skull elsewhere. Oh, yeah. Yes. Wow. Yeah. Uh, didn't, and the local man, Michael Lloyd Self, yes. was actually convicted of the murders in the same year. But in 1998, <laughs> serial killer... Edward Bell actually conf- confessed, confessed yeah. to killing him. Can I say this here? Yeah. The head that was covered, that was a horrible story. I saw that one. Yeah. yeah. The, the, head, the, the head was found by a dog. Oh, wow. And the dog took the head to a child, this particular child, and that's how they actually discovered the head. Okay. Oh my yeah. That's wow. so sad. That, that's incredible. Yeah, it's it's horrible. It's heartbreaking. Yeah. I'm, I mean, but Trent, uh, what what were the ages of those two uh, ladies? The, I didn't get the ages in okay. that story, but I think they were fifteen and sixteen. Yeah, I was gonna okay. say fifteen yes, and sixteen. That okay. They all okay. were. They all were that young. Little age. They were young women. I just, I just wanted people at home to understand how. <clears throat> watch your kids. I, yes, watch please. your kids mm-hmm. and understand what's yeah. happening is not. Your kids are not different. They could be very well part of this situation. Yes. Okay, so and I have another case of friends. Mm-hmm. So Debbie Ackerman, 
Yes. And Maria Johnson mm-hmm. were last seen hitchhiking mm-hmm. and getting into a car with a stranger uh-huh. near Galveston Donut Shop, I believe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And later on, both of their bodies were found bound, nude, <gasps> sexually mm-hmm. assaulted oh my goodness. in the killing fields. Yeah. Well, also people at home, oh too, remember this. Back then, hitchhiking was a normal thing. People stuck yep. their thumb out and people gave you a ride to where they was going. Yeah, mm-hmm. man, that's the, that, that shit is crazy. Yeah. It sure and is. it's actually been, like Brandy said, a thorn in the side of the local police departments. They've been trying to solve this for years, years. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. so sad. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I just could not imagine. I mean, just the frustration. Man. But to me, also, you know, with this knowing that that's such a hot spot for them for people to dump a body and knowing that it's so easy for them to dump that body and get away with it that you would think that Cameras. we would we would have come up with something yeah. to try to deter Catch that from being such something. a hot spot. I'm well, thinking now it's probably cameras everywhere. It might be. I, well, I was watching one of the stories and it says sometimes that the the police just stake out there to see if they can randomly catch anybody. You know. Yeah, but saying? you said it was like 50, 50 miles wide. Well, you know? let me tell you this. I don't I don't remember which one of the girls' father did this, but for years oh, yeah. he used to go out. He had made like a little memorial where they had found her body, and he had put a bench out there, and he said that he and his wife would go there as opposed to the cemetery because that's where they felt closest to her. And he said he would go out there and he would just have a drink and he would sit for hours at night with his gun, just hoping and waiting that he would catch he would catch somebody. Wow! So that he could get his own justice. Wow! And Mm -hmm. you know this site has became a popular site for paranormal investigators. Really? Yeah. Yeah, and it's actually listed as one of the top five hundred places in Texas. See, it would seem to me that they wouldn't allow people to go there because they're still probably looking for someone. Well, it's public roads. and Right. Yeah. So they probably can't stop the people from going. Mm. I imagine people do get harassed for going there mm. trying to. Right. Yeah. I would think you would, yeah. too. Yeah. Exactly. You know? But, I mean, I would like to know, I mean, because I want the audience to know, the audience to know some of the more of the victims. Because wasn't there Marilyn Monroe's um, niece? One of them was... I want to say Marilyn Monroe's niece or great niece or something. When I read, it was one that was really famous. A little girl, you know. Well, if anyone can find it, just I let don't me know. think so. Yeah, it is. I I read it, but I just you know I knew you knew it, and um, nah, that didn't, that didn't come up at all. Okay, well, no worries. I just want we'll just let the people know some of the victims and stuff because this is sad. It's it's like. This shit is real. They even made a movie loosely based, okay, yeah. loosely based on the killing fields. And um, I think it was called Texas Killing Field. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I tell you what, guys, here's here's what I want you to do. I want you to just think about it, and you can look it up yourself. And um, say a, a prayer for these people. And once you finish that, we'll be right back. Look here, guys. If you want a high-quality car for an affordable price, go see Alex Quality Cars, home of the low-down payments as low as $500. That's Alex Quality Cars at 4045 Southport, Corpus Christi, Texas. Zip code 78415. The telephone number, 361-452-2507. Once again, that telephone number is 361-452-2507. Welcome back to a continuation on the Texas Killing Fields. One of the saddest podcasts I have ever had to do. Me bro. too, man. It's, it's, yeah. it's really sad. It's, yeah. um, so hopefully you guys said a prayer because I say a prayer to this. This is, this is no laughing matter, okay? No. Nah. Um, and so um, as I said before, there was a famous person connected to it. Yeah. And um, David, I think you pulled up the information. Yes, sir. Anchorman. Yes, I will take on from here. According to the Houston Chronicle, there was an investigation discovery swamp murders series on Tuesday evening at 1996. We find out that the Marilyn Monroe's great um, grand niece, Crystal Jean Baker, was uh, sexually assaulted and resulted in strangulation of death as a 13-year-old. 
she has been found uh, dead in the uh, killing fields. Oh, wow. So See. Marilyn Mo- Monroe's niece was killed. Uh, great, great niece. Great, great niece. niece. Wow. That's incredible. I mean, that's... And, and here go the thing. There was um, also a movie that was done, you know, about the killing, Texas killing fields, okay? And that's with the same name, okay? The film screenplay was loosely inspired by the true events surrounding the murders of women kidnapped from cities spreading along 30-plus miles of I-45 corridor and dumped in many areas so do y'all think this land can be cursed or something you know you know i i I assumed that when you said that there are a lot of paranormal people and it was not top five that maybe i mean because but see the problem i have with that is that i believe just in my opinion Mm -hmm. i believe that the killing fields is not actually what it says i believe that it's actually a dumping ground i believe that the victims are most likely killed somewhere else yeah i mean i believe so too i mean that's that's facts okay Mm -hmm. you can look that up but that most of the people were abducted from other places even other cities Mm -hmm. right and why because galveston is, is what maybe 20, 10, 15 miles from Lee City, yeah. maybe. Yeah. So they would kidnap these people and purposely drive all the way to Lee City to dump the body. Why there? Because there's plenty, plenty desolate places in Galveston, in Houston. Why that spot? Um, maybe a truck. One, it's because it's below sea level. When it's below sea level, it has a it has a faster way uh, to deteriorate since it's a marshy area. Well, and the whole Galveston, we all on the same sea level, right? That's well, like Galveston there, there's, County. There's several there's several areas in the Texas you know shore area like League City and Texas City areas where it's below the sea level, and that's where you see a bunch of floods. Okay. When you have a bunch of floods, that's where you have the parasites and the rodents and the maggots come in to deteriorate the so, bodies. So you think that's why, because of the lower sea level, that people go to dump. I am going to say that's one of the factors that the perpetrators had um, thought of to take uh, to hide their smart. trace away. But I don't. I don't see. Was smart killer, as hell. I don't see a killer saying, "Hmm." No, no, they will Let's never find reveal a, that. A, a map, um, you know this the place, level. this lower sea level, mm-hmm. and go dump the body. I just don't see a killer taking the time to do that. Well, I mean, Has think to be like a this: smart killer. He's a smart killer because also Trent, they also knew to dump the body where it's in between two counties where police would be mm-hmm. not cooperating with each other. It gives them more time to get away. Well, yeah. maybe they knew that. And the fact that they... Or maybe it was just a place where nobody was. Well, yes. And the fact that they were uh, that the ones that were underage were marked as runaways, that also yeah. gave them more time to get away. Well, yeah, I don't know if all of them were marked as runaways. Well, they might have been marked as runaways by the police is what you're saying. Right, yes. Okay. okay. Right. And I don't think their parents, many of their parents thought they were. No, no, I don't think so either. I'm just saying right. that. That they probably this, were telling them, oh, she's old enough. She probably come right. home later or something like that. Right. And the only reason I say it, I'm saying, hey, the killer had to be smart. He had to, he had to be in a no. So to say that he probably didn't think that that was a lower level and it would deteriorate quicker might be a stretch. He might have known that because mm-hmm. yeah. he knew all the other stuff, apparently. Mm-hmm. Yes. Wow. Just, just me saying it. I'm not a cop. Yeah, and there was there was actually a guy, a serial killer called Roland Stallings, mm. that actually confessed to dumping bodies in in the killing fields. Wow! But they could never really actually prove physically it. prove it. Yeah, right. yeah. Now, see, I read that. Well, not about him, but I read that that throughout the investigation, mm-hmm. they had a ton of false confessions. Oh wow! Yes, yeah. a ton wow. of false confessions. Yeah, I know that guy self. His last name Self. He actually was convicted of some murders, and another guy that was a ser- serial killer was already in jail, and he confessed. Was like, no way you could have done it because I done that shit. Yes, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Right. Wow. That, that's, and I don't think he was ever like charged or convicted of those murders. Right. And you would th- you would say to yourself, well, why the fuck would someone falsely accuse you know say that? Right. Well, the Texas killing fields is a big deal. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I don't think this guy, the first guy that got convicted, he didn't confess. They they charged him. Well, well no, I was just saying that the people that the police oh, they have a oh, lot of false, okay, a lot okay, of people. Okay. And if you get tagged as the 
person who did the killing fields, do you understand how popular you become? How the clout you have in prison, the clout that you have in the media, the and serial killers love that attention. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I know, right? That's that's crazy. Yeah. Like some catch me if you can type shit. Yes. Yeah, it's yeah. crazy. Wow. So I have um one of the victims that I want to talk about, and that is sixteen year old Laura Miller. She disappeared just after her family had moved to League City. Um, she had gone to a nearby store to use the payphone because they didn't have their phone service connected yet. Wow, payphones. Yeah, they had just moved there, and she never returned. Um, and that happened in 1986, and her body was found in the same field um, close by where they had found Frey's body, um, which was another victim. Wow. And, and her dad is... Is her dad the one that started the... Yes. So her father is Tim Miller, and he started the Texas EquiSearch organization, yeah. um, which has saved several lives. Wow. Um, yeah. They, they saved lives and found people who couldn't be found. Yeah. They don't waste no time. Yeah, God bless them. And I was watching an interview with him. He was saying that they have more research, more resources than most police departments. Yeah. So yeah. he's he's done a lot. And in fact, at one point... Um, he, he goes out like they also, a lot of the victims families have set up crosses and such in the place where they found the victims bodies. And he goes out to her spot often. And he said he would go there and he would talk with her. And there was one day he was just telling her like, I can't keep doing this anymore. You know, I can't keep coming here and I, I can't keep, you know, yeah. doing these searches like it was taking a toll on him I guess and and he said he just heard her voice say don't give up dad wow. don't give up wow. you know my heart goes out to it, it definitely and the other thing it's a sad situation but because of these sad situations mm-hmm. our children are safer um, because of his determination to catch people and that's never that happened it becomes equisearch how do you say Texas equisearch how you call it you said it right equisearch oh, okay. yeah and that's him and then um, there's also David Walsh. When his son was kidnapped from yeah. Kmart and his head was cut off, he quit his job and then turned his whole life into stopping other people, which created America's Most Wanted. Wow. So I have another story. Well, let me let me finish okay. telling you guys oh. about Tim Miller. Because okay, I thought you was finished. No. Oh, I'm so sorry. It's a, it's a whole lot. No, you're good. Mm-hmm. So they're actually in their second lawsuit with Galveston County right now. Wow. Because... When they, you know, the, the the investigation took place and whatnot, but the family was given the remains to bury her, they were told that they were given all of the remains. So they had the funeral and they had buried her. Well, then they later found out that they were not given all of her remains. And so they filed a lawsuit and they were given what they were told was the rest of the remains. They had the body exhumed. And they added the remains because she was dismembered in pieces. Mm -hmm. And they buried what they thought was the rest. Well, this year, earlier this year, they got a call from the medical examiner's office. And they still have some of her remains. Well, I mean. I I would think they would keep them. Well, I would think it would be hard to identify them anyway. You know, but since we have all. And you said yourself that he found a finger. Somebody found a finger. Yeah, there was there right. was um, a video that I was watching, and I, I don't know if it was him. I think that it was his story where they were digging yeah. to, you know, place the cross and stuff, and they had found a finger. Oh, wow. Because um, there ain't no telling well, how many bodies are. Well, yeah. well here's my thing about it. Um, if someone is murdered, okay, and mm-hmm. you have to go off the premise of the future, all right? You can't solve it now, but I'm going to need a piece of that body to be able to identify for DNA or anything in the future that might well, tie somebody. I don't somebody. think they have to keep it because once you have the DNA, you don't still need the body part. <sighs> yeah, I mean, you could be right. I was just thinking that maybe. Yeah, no, you know, I don't think you need the body part. Once you get the DNA, you, you know, that's probably why they was, they called her because they finally identified this body part, right, Brandy? Right, and I'm- then they knew it. Yeah. They had it marked the whole time. I wow. think that's why he's suing because they knew the whole time that it was hers. You think so? Yeah. Okay. Well, okay. I mean, I'm just saying that I would think that they would they would record 
whatever DNA it was yeah. at this point, and maybe would need something for the future because we don't know how degraded or. What. Well, if you think about right. it, they already they already identified her body. They already had her DNA because they'd already buried her remains. So yeah. any other remains, they already had her DNA. They they test that. Right. Any. Yeah. But so but, but they then known. I mean, and I get it. But at the same time, there's multiple people out there that's dead and bodies have been taken for because maybe wildlife, just like the dog took the head and different things. Right. I can't I don't see myself holding this particular people responsible. You know what I mean? When yeah. there's so many bodies yeah. out there. Exactly. I mean, yeah. it's, it's the, the body, the body has a lot of bones in it. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. And then you got all kind of different other bodies, probably. Mixed yes. In. Yeah. Yeah. That's why. That's just. That's just my thoughts. My mine as well. Yeah. I, I. I don't. I wouldn't hold. I, I don't see myself holding them accountable yeah. for that. I can't. Well, here's yeah, a, here's, a, here's a sad one. Mm-hmm. So, twelve year old Laura Smithers' body was found by a man walking his dog in the killing fields. After being abducted while jogging 17 days earlier. Yes, in Friendswood. Yeah. Oh, wow. Which was so, I mean, that's such a nice area. Back then, yeah. that was a wealthy area. Yeah. It wasn't something common. Like, yeah. it was a very safe place. It's still nothing. It's still not common in Friendswood. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, She was found nude and partially decomposed 17 mm. days after yeah, in a, jogging it was alone. like a ravine yeah. that they found her. They the reason they it was it was he and his son were walking the dogs and his son was like, What what's that in the water? And um the dad kinda, you know, just shrugged it off and he was like, No, that's socks. Like they're socks. Yeah. And that's uh, how they that's sad, found man. her. Twelve years old. Yeah. Some sick fucking people out there. I, re- yeah. I recall I that incident happening, and I remember my mom watching wow. the news, and it, I just remember feeling really freaked out. I was young, and I just, mm-hmm. you know, like, wow. So Calder and Irving Street, this intersection that's dead in the middle of the killing fields. Wow. That's where we going. Okay. okay. Yeah. Okay. 14 minutes away. All right. You know, when you said that for some reason— uh, my mind went back to one of our earlier podcasts way long ago, and it seems like when you said that, I was thinking to myself at that intersection, I was going to meet, just sit there for a little while, and the devil was going to walk up and give me and grant me a wish. Oh, wow. You know, like, that just came to my mind, like, wow. And what would your wish be, sir? <sighs> don't tell us. I, I probably don't even want to know what your wish is. No, <laughs> I don't want to say. Wow, that's crazy. Just, just, listen, just hearing you, well, my thoughts, when I heard you say that, and then that realization hitting me that we're actually going to go to this place, it just really brings so much sorrow over me. Like, kind of feel a little emotional. Yeah. And I think that taking that trip out there is going to be quite emotional for me as a as a mother or as a parent. Yeah. No. Like, anytime you hear stories of stuff like this, it just it really pulls at my heart. And I just think about my own kids. And I know right. someone oh, yeah. else had mentioned earlier. Um, I don't think it was on the air, but that they were doing their research and they were just, you know, thinking about their own child. It, it's devastating. Yeah. I could not imagine. And I j- can only hope and pray that I'm never in their I know, shoes. Right. Man, that would probably right. turn me into a killer. Yeah. And, and the thing yeah. is, you said you don't want to know, but my actual wish would have been that every single person that dumped the body that killed them people out there would have been caught. That's what I would ask the devil. Wow. That's it. Simple. Okay. Mm. okay. Asking the devil to do good work. Wow. wow. I don't know if that would happen. That could be a double-edged sword. I, but yeah. I respect that. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm not even going to tell a joke just because yeah. the yeah. mood of this part. I, I know. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. So here's another one. Mm-hmm. 1983. 14-year-old Sandra Romberg seemed to be abducted from her home that was located right near the killing fields. Yes. And the reason why they know that she was abducted is because when they got to her house, the TV was still on, mm-hmm. the front door was wide open, and there was food in the oven that she was cooking. It's like she totally disappeared. Yeah, her purse was still at home. Yeah. every uh, All of her belongings, the things that you would take to leave, yeah. were still there. 14 years old. Yeah. Well, see, that's where me and you was talking. And yeah. What about a cult? What about a that's cult a poli- somewhere a in that area because of a, a podcast we did 
much earlier, guys, we was talking about these weird people, and this particular cult went inside someone's home and snatched them out. You know, so it could happen. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a possibility, bro. You know what I'm saying? For all, for this large amount of killings in this small place, it's just too much. For, it is for yeah. for one killer. I don't, I don't think it's one killer. No, I don't. I, I don't, don't think either. So either. Yeah. And I find her case to be extremely strange compared to the rest. Yeah, because mm-hmm. she was in At her home. home. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Like this person had to physically come to her home, so it's as if she had been watched. Yeah, right. And preyed upon. Right. Where the other ones were at the payphone and and walking the, the wall. It just seemed like snatched up opportunity. Yes. Where this one seems to be that someone was watching and knew. Yeah. I know, right. You know, so it's so it's different. That is the spookiest shit. Just being just the thought of being watched and stalked. Yes. And this person mm-hmm. has all these bad things that they want to do to you in their mind. Right. And they take you to this desolate, barren place. And it, it's just hard to it's, it's just fucking scary as fuck, bro. Is. It yeah. is. Just imagine a woman, let alone a woman, a child, right, mm-hmm. going through something like that. Right, right. 1983, they they would be older than us. Yeah. You yeah. know, she would be older than us right now. Yeah. I mean, it's just unfortunate, and it's really, really sad, you know. Um, so you guys at home with children and different things, um, what I do is I, I have my house surrounded with a fence, and I have dogs, Right. And they protect my kids um, when I'm not around. But you just do whatever you have to do to keep your children safe. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. So 1988. Mm. Wow. Casa del Rey co- condominiums mm-hmm. along I-45 near the killing fields. So the employees at the Casa del Rey condominiums, they hear a scream one late night and they don't pay it no mind. It's like they heard a woman scream. So they go out to the parking lot later on, and they found a one shoe. Yeah. Yeah, and the shoe actually belonged to uh, Suzanne Richardson. Mm-hmm. How was she? Uh, she was old enough to be working because she was an oh, employee. She was, oh, she was, she was an employee there, okay. too. Okay. And and once they heard the scream, they didn't pay no mind. They came out later and found her one shoe, and she was later found dead in the killing fields. Wow, dang, man, see that's. Ugh. And if I, I'm not mistaken, she was in her early twenties. I think so. Well, yeah, all like of them were young. Yeah, yeah. yeah. right. But it, see, that's see, and that just makes me more angry. I mean, yeah. What is the holdup? What? Why couldn't the police? Do something, protect that area, watch that area. You know, like now, I'm, I believe that it's probably cameras. Well, well, I mean, how do you how do you know? How do you know? Okay, all these hundreds of cars. How do you know that that one car has the dead body in the trunk? There's no way for them to know. To stop people on that strip. I mean, come on, bro. You can't do that. You can't just stop everybody every day, Trent, randomly checking cars. What do you mean? I'm black. They stop us all the time and being in the wrong neighborhood. Yeah, but I'm being realistic. This is 45. You can't stop the whole freeway and check every car. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You can't yeah, you can't yeah. do that. I mean, how they right. would have to be very very lucky to catch somebody or they'd have to build a fucking police station in the middle of that motherfucker. Well, and you have to think like yeah. do you do you seriously think, think yeah. that these people are doing it at the most common hour? No. I mean, these things are probably, I mean, these dumpings of these, you know, poor girls. Probably it's probably. The witch hour. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And, and then like like David said, it's probably somebody who knows the area or some people who know the area real well. Exactly. Really well, yeah. Mm-hmm. Plus for them. And monkey, monkey see, monkey do. So yeah. all it took was for the first person to get away with it. And now like, everyone and yeah. their brother knows, hey, exactly. if I need to dispose this is where I go. Texas exactly. And that's rounds. that's how mm-hmm. it's probably become such a fad and uh, an yeah. issue. Wow. Which is sad. And I, I'd like to also add this in. If anybody has any information about any of these cases, please contact the League City Police Department. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yes. Absolutely. Please, because this is a crazy story. Man. League mm-hmm. City Texas Police Department. Yeah, League City, Texas Police Department. Mm-hmm. Let there be a lesson that you never want to go alone in sus- suspicious fields. And, Just saying. And getting yeah. in cars with strangers. Mm-hmm. Right. Everybody out there got kids and got them. Yeah. 
you know, on their little social medias and right. nothing, you never know who they can meet or mm-hmm. someone can lure them out the house. So mm-hmm. uh, parents be very careful with that. Yes. Watch your babies. Just so you guys know, the phone number to the League City Police Department is 281-332-2566. Thank you, Brandy. Oh, yeah. Oh. So I would just let me repeat it, but um, okay, as long as you guys at home heard it and you got it, please contact them. Um, Mm -hmm. We have a, I mean, it's very, this particular one is very emotional for me. I mean, I normally crack jokes and talk a lot of mad shit. Shit, me too, bro. Right, but um, this one is really sad because, you know, we all have daughters and, and, Mm -hmm. and I say daughters for a reason. All of these victims were female. Women. Why, and why is it? See, I, bruh, I mean, that is the the question. I mean, yeah. and see, that's what makes you think, too, that it, I get the monkey see, monkey do, mm-hmm. but the fact that they they are going after a young. Young, a certain and, age. Range. Right, and yeah. a certain gender. It's it seemed like it is the work of a serial killer, but it's just so many different things that say, no, it has to be more than one killer. And have we ever considered the fact that maybe these killers work together like mm-hmm. hey. they, they know each other like hey i kill somebody hey i live in san antonio or hey i live in cincinnati i'll be driving through you right. know it might like, be that cult like you but said if, yeah that, but if well, that was the case what to do. and it was someone that wasn't a local i don't think that they would necessarily come and, and yeah that's the, take a local if they were coming from somewhere else i mean they that these bodies would not be local women, just yeah. local women, but these are just local women. Therefore, leads me to believe that the person is the majority of these people, and I don't think that it was just one killer. I think there were several different. Mm-hmm. Um, I I think that they are local. Okay, yeah. well, let me just say this. I just throw this out there just for a mind situation. If we are all in a network, mm-hmm. We're killers. We 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 like to kill. We well, all do. Do you think killers network? Yes. 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 Most definitely. Serial killers. Yes. 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 I don't. Think I don't so. think that they talk. Well, about then again, yeah, yeah, the yeah, dark yeah. web. And well, well, well the dark web. But if you take a look at Ted Bundy, Ted Bundy knew multiple serial killers who later were caught later, so they knew this was what the whole Silence of the Lamb thing was on, because that person knew about the other killers. Well, I think he knew about. Their patterns. Their patterns and mm-hmm. stuff like yeah. that. But I, I do believe that serial killers actually, uh, or, okay. They probably could. They could. It sounds way out there, but 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 here goes here the thing. That's what I'm saying. Keep an open mind. So let's just say that um, these two particular men are Texans. They live in there. They're local. Mm-hmm. And this other guy's a truck driver. Mm-hmm. He wants to have fun. Mm-hmm. He speaks to them. They snatch up a girl, get money, mm-hmm. knows where to dump the body mm-hmm. on his way out. Wow, that's crazy. Okay, so 1986. Two boys walking near Calder Road discovered the decomposing bodies of two girls, one who was a sophomore at Clear Creek High School. And that stuck with me because my daughter went to Clear Creek High School last year. Yeah. I never I never knew this information about this area that I stay in. Right. You know what I'm that's saying? That's what I was saying. Yeah, yeah. I never knew. <laughs> My daughter actually went to Clear Creek, and a lot of these girls this, that disappeared went went to Clear Creek High School. Yeah. Yeah, it's so sad. Very sad. Yeah, it's heartbreaking. It's heartbreaking. I'll tell you what, though. We'll get back more on it in just a little bit. Um, but I do want you guys truly to um, follow Brandy's lead and, and Trent's lead when they say, if you guys have any information, you please contact the, the League City, Texas Police Department. Okay. City, Texas Police Department. Right. And we're out. It's that time of year, guys. Just in time, Tax Houston. Their services include personal and business taxes, notary, DBA assistance, free consults, virtual, and Zoom consults are available. The best part is you get a $50 referral fee. You also get a $25 discount if you show a digital or physical copy of the flyer and mention the Urban Paranormal Podcast. The address is 9894 Bissonette Street, Suite 387, Houston, Texas, 77036. Contact Crystal Terry at 832-494-494. 
1-800-227-4080 for the lowest preparer fees in town. Also, if you would like to get your credit cleaned up, go to financialservices.com. Welcome back to a continuation of the Texas Killing Fields on the Urban Paranormal Podcast. Yeah. So, you know who we are. And um, again, this is a sad, sad situation. A sad podcast, I'm sorry. But it's informative because like I, like some of you are like me and didn't know this stuff was actually still going on. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah they, I think they actually, the last, latest body found in the Texas Killing Fields was in 2016. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, very recent. That was the yeah. same. T- that was the same year I was in a car wreck. Oh wow! Yeah. Um, <laughs> look, man. I mean, this stuff is very real. This is not as paranormal, all right, or conspiracy. This stuff is really happening. And um, Trent brought it to my attention. Just the idea of it, you know, with all that strange energy, that that horrible actions out there. Could there be? something out there you know you know could there and i mean and then i think it's it's a strong possibility could it be some type of evil drawing people to dump right there right even though brandy said monkey see monkey do it still could be some weird things out there so the remains that were found in um 2016 were actually those of Jessica, Jessica Kane. Kane. Her oh, vehicle, yeah. if I'm not mistaken, was found on the side of the road abandoned. Abandoned yeah. years uh, it was in 2012. Yeah. Her vehicle was found by the killing fields yeah. on the side of the road yeah. with no side of her. The vehicle was completely fine yeah. in working order. So she was actually traveling up 45. So so this was this was recent when she got killed. It was 2012. 2012. Wow. And they didn't find her remains until 2016. Wow. And it's almost like, it blows my mind, like, her vehicle was just fine. Why was she pulled over on the side of the road? Like, did someone flag her I, down? Did I, they... I, can, I can answer that one. You can give a theory. Yeah, I can, give a, I can give, give a theory. Give but a this, theory. this is a, a, one of the ways that a lot of the serial killers started doing things when they started talking about it. The way that you do it, you, you spot a particular passenger. If she's alone, then you follow her and you bump into the back of her car slightly, you know, and she gets out and you get out and you're, you're you know, you, you don't look like a mass murderer and you become really nice. You everything like that. The moment she gets out of the car, you snatch, snatch and grab and you're gone. That's kind of disturbing. Yeah. I know that he knows that it's kind of disturbing. Yeah. Like he didn't plan it before. No, right. no, no, no. It's I not know, like right? That. Just no. giving you a hard time. Too. Yeah. <laughs> it's really psychological how the killer, you know, would try to do it. It's really sick. And why does that name stick in my head, Jessica Kane? Because it it was current. I mean, it was okay. right here, 2012. Okay. You probably heard about it. It was all over the news. It okay. was a big deal. I mean, at this point, the killing fields was very well known, and so they took these disappearances extremely serious you know they stopped saying oh well maybe she just ran away it it became a oh no this thing is you know it's happening again again. wow and so they were connecting the dots at this point they were already on it they knew okay this can't be good right that's crazy and I'm, I'm pretty sure they didn't release enough information because they, they have hopes that they're going to catch the killer. You right. know, yeah, yeah. Because when they don't release that information, they're hoping that they catch a killer that, that can actually say something that they didn't put out in the media. Okay. Well, look, I got another of two more, another group of friends. Uh, Brooks Braceville and Georgia Gear mm-hmm. were, last, were last seen standing in front of a Houston U-Totem convenience store. Oh, yes. Wow. These yeah. these were the only two victims that were in Houston. Yeah. I, I don't know. Uh, the only two that I found in my research, but they say it was over 30, so. Yeah. the All the other women were down in the Galveston County area. Okay. Okay. So, but they were actually found dead in a ditch in the killing fields. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's and, and it was two friends. Two friends. 
Brooks Brooks Braceville and Georgia Gear. Well, you said it was a U totem, so it had to be before eighty five, right? Yeah, well, I guess because so, okay. we don't have U totems anymore. No. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, wow. damn, and you know the ages? Nah, you it don't didn't say the ages. No. Wow. Well, uh, got another girl. She was thirteen. Thirteen oh, wow. year old Crystal Baker. Mm-hmm. Uh, nineteen ninety six. Listen to these ages and years, guys. Yeah. Found two weeks after being being reported missing, mm-hmm. her body was found beaten, yeah, sexually assaulted, Strangled. underneath the underpass uh, near the killing fields. It's mm-hmm. crazy. Yeah, I mean, wow, you know, I what mean, a, and you can ahead. only imagine that that the cops do did try to talk to all the serial killers they could and see who would take credit or say they did it. You know, but but remember the serial killers they're talking to and the people they're talking to are already in prison. So it's pretty easy for someone to say, Yeah, I did that, you know, at the time I was out. Yeah. But people are still doing it. Yeah, that's that's crazy. That's what I'm saying. Listen to the day. I wish I had a list of all the the victims' names just so I can acknowledge them on the air. Yeah. Yeah. I mean but, but I don't. Right, but they like they said it's thirty, but that's where they stopped at 30. I think it's more. Yeah, it was probably mm-hmm. more. And then not even counting the ones that they don't even know missing. Yes, yeah. yes, yeah. yes. Yeah. You know, bones and different things to be verified that, that are not verified. Yeah, and, and like I said, I think I mentioned, you know, that the case was actually reopened in 2019. Well, I ain't going to say reopened. They actually got a break in the case in 2019. Okay, so I have a list of the victims. Let's hear so we have Brenda Jones, who was 14, a resident of Galveston, Texas. We have Colette Wilson, who was 13, of Alvin, Texas. Rhonda Johnson, who was 14, of Webster, Texas. Sharon Shaw, who was 13, of Webster, Texas. Gloria Gonzalez, 19, of Houston, Texas. Allison Craven, 12, of Houston, Texas. Debbie Ackerman, 15, of Galveston, Texas. Maria Johnson, 15, of Galveston, Texas. Kimberly Pitchford, 16, of Houston, Texas. Susan Bowers, 12, of Galveston, Texas. Brooks Bracewell, 12, of Dickinson, Texas. Wow. I'm sorry, y'all. This is like a lot, and it's very emotional. Keep going. Georgia Greer, 14, of Dickinson, Texas. Michelle Garvey, I think is how you say it, 15, of Connecticut. Shonda Sharonda Ramber, 14, of Santa Fe. Heidi Frey, or Faye, 23, of League City. Laura Miller, 16, of League City. Audrey Cook, 30, of Galveston County. Shelly Skies or Sykes, 19 of Texas City. Suzanne Richardson, 22 of Galveston. Donna Prudum, Prudum, 34 of NASA Bay, Texas. 34? Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Wow. Lynette Bibbs, 14 of Houston. Tamara Fisher, 15 of Houston. Wow. Crystal Baker, 13 of Texas City. Laura Smithers, 12 of Friendswood. Jessica Kane, 17 of Lamarck. Tot Harrison, or Harriman? Harriman. Harriman, 57 of League City. Sarah Trusty, 23 of Aloga, Texas. Teresa Vanagas, 16 of Dickinson, Texas. Wow, that's so sad. God bless all of those. Yes, please. My heart goes prayer. out to them. Permission uh, to say the suspects? Yeah, go ahead. Suspects, 1972, Michael Lloyd Self. Another suspect in uh, 1970, Edward Herod Bell. 1997, William Lewis Reese. 2013, Mark Stallings. Those are the suspects that were involved in the case, and yet these police police officers have claimed that there is no direct strong case that's linked to 
even solving or cracking these cases. Wow. It's th- disappointing to me personally. I thought one of them did get um, arrested or charged with the crime. Oh, they did? I think one, yeah, one. Yeah, all right. I don't know if it was one of those guys you but, named, but mm-hmm. it was one case that was solved. That was solved. Yeah. That's what I thought. And yeah. one of those cases. Yeah, I don't yeah. know who which case, which case it, was. it was. Yeah. 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 That, that is incredible, man. But it's... It, it's unbelievable how it, they can get away with murder. Exactly. And how they could do this to these women and young young girls. Right, right. Just it, understand the mindset. Just try to, the the pure evil yeah. that they have to be. I mean, this is horrible. I mean, I mean, yes, every death is horrible. Don't 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 get it twisted. I'm just saying that for a person to wake up and say, you know what, I'm gonna kill this kid today. Wow. You know, and 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 I say it that way because a lot of the kids, based off their locations, were opportunists. You know, mm-hmm. killings and snatchings. Yeah. You know, so it's not like they knew the kid and said, "I'm gonna kill that kid today." No, they just snatched one up and did that. Imagine the evil, uh, the pure evil that you had to feel that day the pure how evil these people are to do yeah. that my heart just goes out to the parents of these kids yeah, yeah. you know mm-hmm. me having a daughter that age i couldn't imagine going through something like that nor could i i have yeah. a daughter that age as well um yeah. a couple daughters mm-hmm. that age you know so i i mean did you guys hear the numbers um uh, a 34 year old as well as a 57 year old I mean, come yeah. on, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's horrible. Man. That's why, I, that's, I mean, that goes with saying maybe, you know, multiple killers. Multiple killers. So I, I do have this information that I just came across. Um, Crystal Jean Baker's case in April 2012. Um, she was a 16-year-old that was beaten and raped and strangled and her body was found Um Kevin Smith was arrested and convicted of murdering her in 2009. So that was the one that was solved. Yes. Oh, um, thank Smith goodness. Smith had, had been arre- arrested on a drug charge in Louisiana. And like I said, in Louisiana, they do DNA testing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. he was linked to her murder. Oh, wow. Also, Shelly um, Sykes' mm-hmm. case. Um, there were two men who were charged and claimed that on May 24th, 1986, um, that they together had attacked Shelly Sykes and um, murdered her. However, once they were, you know, charged with everything, then they denied all claims. However, they did spend prison time and one of them um, passed away of natural causes. So so they were convicted of, of that crime? They were convicted, but then they denied after the conviction. What do well, you mean? But there was no evidence that ever stated that they actually did it. Okay. Well, how did they convict what, what do you mean they denied? Or the killers denied doing it? Yeah, well, well, they confessed to it, so they got them on a confession. Okay. Okay. However, I don't think there was, like, hard evidence, but they were able to still convict them. So. Oh, okay, so they were convicted of They were yes. convicted. Wow. Okay. That is incredible. So, well, if they convicted them, they had something on them. Yeah. You know, um, so th- that one was solved. <laughs> that one. So, um, look, guys, this is, I know this is not our normal, you know, fun and have a good time. This was one more informative to touch you guys who do have children, you know, or plan to have children to understand and know that these things are actually still happening. And okay. I, I felt like it was important we do this yeah. since they just had a break in the case. Maybe if somebody heard something or mm-hmm. know anything, like we say, contact the League City uh, Police Department. Yes, please do. And so me, J.H., um, Trina, your moderator, yeah. Trina A. Johnson. Co-host, Daily Dose of Brandy. Your anchorman, David R. Amazon, Gementium. We wanted to tell you guys we love you. Kiss your children. Be blessed and thankful that you have them and keep them safe. And until next time from the Urban Paranormal Podcast, we bid you good night. What's up? It's your girl, Sabrina Model, and I am listening to the Urban Paranormal Podcast.
What's up, man? It's your big brother, K. Reno, and right now, y'all are checking out Urban Paranormal Podcast. Yeah. Hi, I'm Tom Sizemore, and I'm listening to Urban Paranormal Podcast. Brought to you by BSB Media. Would you like to advertise on the Urban Paranormal Podcast? Send us an email at urbanparanormal13 at gmail.com. Or if you just have a story to tell, send us an email. Help support the Urban Paranormal Podcast by sending your donations to dollar sign DSB Media on Cash App. That's dollar sign DSB Media on Cash App.